Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Bill. Today is a bunch of things. It's <laughs> Monday of the third week of Ordinary Time, optional memorials of St. Vincent and St. Mary Ann Cope, as well as the, um, the Day of Prayer for Legal Protection of Unborn Children. Today, fathers are going to reflect on the gospel and um, some sins against the Holy Spirit. So the gospel according to St. Mark. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whosoever blasphemies against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, he has an unclean spirit. Father. Okay. All right, folks. Well, good Good morning. And, uh, you know, today is uh, the uh, day of prayer for the end of abortion in our country, uh, United States of America, usually on the 22nd, but when the 22nd is a Sunday, gets moved to the following Monday. So today is just sort of a day to pray for that, um, especially for Maryland. You know, it's very radical laws in favor of abortion, which are really sad. And, um, you know, we thank God that it's not a federal right. But still, the, the battle is with the states, and that's why we continue to pray for that. And um, it kind of that, that sort of whole theme sort of ties in with today's um, sort of message, where you know these these um, you know these teachers, these experts in the law, are calling Jesus possessed. And I, that's a that's a pretty uh, that's a bold move to call Jesus possessed. And um, he basically brings up a topic of the sin against the Holy Spirit. One of the questions sometimes I get from people, is there any sin that's unforgivable? And it's kind of a trick question. And the, the answer is yes, it's the sin against the Holy Spirit. So what is the sin against the Holy Spirit? The way I would describe it is this, and I'm going to go into six ways that uh, someone can um, reject God's goodness or reject uh, the Holy Spirit, which is the sin against the Holy Spirit from St. Pius X. But essentially is, if you know you have a disease, it's it's the sin against the Holy Spirit is refusing to take the medicine. That's essentially what it is. Like, you know you're dying, and you refuse to take the remedy, okay? And so that's essentially what it is. So it makes sense is that uh, that you can't be saved, you sin against the Holy Spirit, because if we don't accept Christ and his mercy and his grace, well, we don't stand a chance. Therefore, that's what a sin against the Holy Spirit is. It's rejecting God's goodness. And um, I totally stole this from Alatea, and uh, but it's they stole it from St. Pius X, so it's fair. And uh, the first way that you can sin against the Holy Spirit is despairing of salvation. And this is when a person loses hope of salvation, judging his eternal life is already lost and that he is condemned. Now, you might think that's bizarre, but I have met people. I was uh, doing a communion call, and I decided to walk it. It was, it was a mile and a half. And I thought, well, I'll just walk it. And it was a nice day, and I just walked. And this guy, it was actually... I parked my car at Solomon's because it was at a nursing home near Solomon's. And I just, I made the mistake of saying, oh, I'll walk it. And I realized it was like two miles away. But anyway, um, as I'm walking, this guy with a pit bull came up to me and he's like, hey man, uh, can I talk to you? And like, 
he started going some crazy story about how he's like related to some cult and like he says, you know what, man, I'm 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 damned no matter what. And I'm like, excuse me. And like he was serious. He thought like I I don't stand a chance to get to heaven because of things I've done. And I was like, mm, I'm like, you're still alive. <laughs> and I was like, you know, he grew up Catholic. I'm like just just start again. And that's despairing of salvation is not taking the medicine. Like I'm too big for God, which is blasphemy. To say that your sin is greater than God's mercy is blasphemy. You know. So that's number one. Number two is presumption of salvation this is the flip side this is like where uh is when a person cultivates in his soul an idea of his own perfection uh you kind of pride is like i don't really you know i mean heaven is just a given um i mean i don't really need to do much and remember we don't earn heaven we're clear on that but we can't if we also have to be careful of pride and like not following god's inspirations and and doing what he says you know so just kind of like this attitude that everyone goes to heaven, that's presumption. Very prevalent in Christianity today. Like if you were to ask people, like, you know, most people go to heaven, they'll say, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and um, we're not going to comment on that right now, but we have to view, uh, avoid presumption. Number three, denying a truth. Recognize, uh, this is when someone rejects uh, openly or personally a teaching of the church that's a thing of faith and morals. Um, you know, I was kind of, kind of got a little bit upset about a brother priest. He's a Jesuit and he came out recently. I'm not going to say his name, but he, you can look it up online. You'll find it in two seconds, but he basically made the comment publicly. And it was just, it's preposterous that, um, you know, same sex marriage is just as holy or as, as, as regular marriage. And I'm like, you are a freaking heretic. Like, how can you say this and still be a priest in good standing? And just confusing people that, you know, rather than like kind of helping people that struggle with same-sex attraction to live chastity and to take the high road of the cross, he's just like completely selling out. And that's that's exactly a sin against the Holy Spirit. Like he refuses to accept the fact that sexual sin is a sin. Now that is also prevalent. I mean, we're not picking on, I mean, this most people, I mean, when it comes to sixth commandment, kind of just presume like that God doesn't care about that stuff. And that's, that's the sin against the Holy Spirit. Or you deny the fact that I need to go to confession to a priest or that the Eucharist is Jesus Christ. I mean, these, I mean, when you start rejecting stuff like that, that's so vitally important to our salvation and people say, well, it's not important. You know, it is, uh, it's a sin against the Holy Spirit. Why? Once again, not taking the medicine or denying the fact that sin is a sin, right? That's a big one today. Like, and that's what we call moral relativism. It doesn't matter. It depends on who you are, your situation. Uh, you know, you know, sometimes people accuse me of being black and white. <laughs> I am <laughs> because God is. All right. There are situations. Yes, there are situations possibly that can diminish culpability, but that doesn't mean that something's not what it is. Right? So there's a big difference in that. Right. Um, number four, envying the grace that God gives to other people. Now, I think what's what's what happened with the Pharisees today is they just were envious of Jesus because everyone liked him and no one listened to their stupid homilies, you know? And they were just bored in tears by their teachings. But Jesus gives this new teaching that actually gives them hope. And, you know, it's very interesting when when a preacher just preaches the bad news, it's like no one gets moved. It's like, hey, man, here's the thing. You got it bad, but God can help you. Like that motivates. And that was, and they were just like, why is this guy like everyone like, love him? Well, because he's God and because he's he preached with authority and rather than be happy for them, they tore him down and they said he's possessed. That's a form of envy. 
And anytime we see someone doing good and we get angry, that's a sin against the Holy Spirit because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to work through another person because we'd rather be the one to sort of have the limelight. And uh, we have to be careful of that. Number five, obstinacy and sin. Okay. And this is with a firm will to continue in error, even after receiving the light and the help of the Holy Spirit. So, so let's say you go to mass and you do some, you're doing something. The priest says, and he's a good priest and he gives a homily on that particular sin. You're like, ah, he's an idiot. I don't care about that. Um, that is obstinacy and sin. That's a sin against the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit spoke through the word and it was rejected. So he said, look, you got cancer. Here's the remedy. I don't want to admit that I have cancer. And it's like, it's like an alcoholic, right? You know, an alcoholic will never admit they're an alcoholic until they hit rock bottom. And I think a lot of people, that's how they approach sin and they, they're sort of obstinate in it, right? And number six, final impenitence. This is, is, is like at the very end, um, you know, at the hour of death, you approach the father's there. Okay. One last chance. Let's do this. And someone's like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. That's a sin against the Holy Spirit. What's the problem with that? Well, you can't receive that final absolution, forgiveness of your sins and eternal uh, salvation. Therefore, it's a sin against the Holy Spirit. Once again, refusing what? God's beautiful medicine. So here's the message. If God offers us medicine, just take it, you know, and you'll be happy forever.